Hi, this is Runa and you're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast, where we share tips, insight, tools and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax and enjoy. Natalie, welcome to the Changemakers podcast. What an honor to have you as our guest. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy that you, uh, that you asked me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, wow. The things and the work that you have been doing in the world to help people manifest their dreams is extraordinary with mind movies and um i just in in the times that we're living in today where there's so much fear and so much you feel people are really not sure even did there what you know is is it a hope for the dream anymore can you share with us maybe start off by telling us a little bit about how it's actually twofold to this question. How does mind movie work? And what are the things that you see most people are struggling with? Right. Yeah, so a mind movie is like a vision board. So, you know, uh, if you're looking to create something or manifest something in your life and you, you want to use something like the law of attraction and goal setting to make it happen, a lot of people will create a vision board where they'll cut out photos of, of magazines from the house they want or the car they want to drive and, and different and holidays and they put it up on this board so that when they look at the board, it helps them to put themselves in that house and in that car in their mind. Because if we can't see ourselves already, you know, living this future or having these things in our mind first, then it's difficult for us to actually create that in our reality. So a mind movie takes it just a little bit further. So it's a little movie that you can make and, you know, we've created software to make it really easy for people to, to do this for themselves. And it combines affirmations. So these are affirmations that are describing, you know, what is the goal that you want to achieve or what, what is it that you want and what is life going to look like once you get there and, you know, and why do you want to do this and, and what kind of thoughts do you need to be having that's different to the ones you're having now that are going to help you to get there and you can describe all of this in affirmations. Then you have photos that match those affirmations. So, you know, you've got this moving little picture um, with affirmations and pictures, but the secret sauce is the music. Because what we know about, um, you know, doing something like the law of attraction um, is that when you are visualising yourself in this future or in this new reality, you also have to feel what it's like to be there. Because if we're looking at the basics of the law of attraction, the law of attraction says that like energy attracts like energy, which means that we want to be the same energetic frequency or the same energetic vibration as those things that we want. So how do we emit that frequency out into the universe? Well, our frequency that we emit is our, is our emotions. Mm -hmm. So if we can feel what it's like to already be there and see that in our mind and what we're doing is we're creating these new neural pathways with, with thoughts that are in alignment with this positive future that you're creating, which in turn positively influences our actions. So we start to do the things that we need to do to make it happen. And then we have, and we've got the emotions as well. Those three things. So your thoughts, actions, and emotions, 
just make you a big fat magnet for everything that you need to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Is that where, well, there's one thing in this process that I've, uh, I've always thought was so interesting is that, yes, you imagine things, but, and then it's this trick to believing yeah. that you can. So it's not like, so yes, you can imagine, yes, you can repeat, but which is then like gonna, you, you, you're practicing your muscle, but really being able to believe that you're in that. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the way that you do that, uh, there's two ways that you do that. Number one is when you're doing these really vivid visualizations in your mind, your subconscious mind doesn't actually know the difference between what we see through our eyes and what we play is a very vivid moment or scene in our, in our minds, in our brains. And, um, and when we're visualizing, rather than seeing yourself as like a character in a movie, so that is kind of like you're in imagining something. And, and, you know, and when you do it that way, it's kind of like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if this happened or one day I wish I could have that. Well, when you're doing that, what you're doing is, is there's no belief there. You're just going, that's something that's going to hopefully happen one day, but I don't think it will. So what, you, what I recommend is that when you look at, say, if you want to create wealth in your life. So money means different things to different people. So when you are wealthy, just think about you've got all the money that you need, you're financially free. What's something you're going to do when you have money like that? Yeah. And so let's say that um, you're going to be on a holiday or a vacation with your family and you're on a beach somewhere. So when you're doing that visualisation, you know, you want to see yourself, like feel yourself laying on a deck chair. You want to feel the heat of the sun on your skin. You want to hear the waves crashing. You want to see and hear your kids playing and, and swimming in the ocean. Um, and you want to feel what it's like to be there. Like what are you yeah. feeling in that moment? And the thing is when you have that visualisation and you're giving it meaning, meaning that if I'm in that beach scene, when I get to that beach scene, I know that I've created the wealth that I wanted, I've done everything that I needed to, um, my life is successful, and then I've got room to breathe and I don't have to worry about money anymore. So what that does is put you instantly and magnifies the emotions that you're feeling at the time. So when we're doing that, like I said, we start to create these neural pathways and all our thoughts travel along these neural pathways. So these, these thoughts are starting to be become in alignment with this picture. And so you just start to do things because you, you know what's going to happen. Uh, the other thing is that uh, we want to be gathering evidence along the way and celebrating all the little wins because it's not like you just go one day, okay, I want a million dollars, then poof, it happens. There's a lot of steps that happen along the way. Yeah. And the thing is sometimes we're so focused on, say, the million dollars that we forget to celebrate all the little milestones and things that we reach along the way. And those milestones are proof and they're evidence that we're on the right track. And when we start to notice and acknowledge those and be grateful for those, it really starts to help to build our belief as well. Is that like, that resonates with me. It's like when you say the universe will always show you what you need to overcome in order, <laughs> in order to reach, to, so like it's always going to show you, oh, you need, this is a test. Do you really want that million dollars or, or this is, you know, whatever you want to call it, a chest, a challenge or whatever. But it's like when you take the, when you put your mindset into that, that space of, hey, it's a journey. Hey, yeah. Wow. 
I need to learn this as well to do this. You know, it's kind of like yeah. trusting that you're going there. Yeah. I mean, I think part of that is realizing that everything and trusting that everything's happening in divine timing exactly the way it's supposed to. Mm. So, for example, this whole COVID-19 situation, I believe that every human being on the planet has an opportunity now to learn something, whether it's about themselves or whether it's about the lifestyle that they've had, whether it's about future choices they're going to have, whether it's about different um, habits and and um, success rituals that they're taking on. We all have this massive opportunity because the world's on pause, not just for us, but for everybody. We're like, oh, okay, so what can I learn from this? You know, and if we realize that everything is always happening for our highest good, yeah. even those situations that my, my girlfriend, Lisa Nichols, calls it, you know, gifts that are wrapped in sandpaper. You know, you've got hands that come up. You're just like, or people that come into your life and, um, you know, and I had this realisation, uh, you know, because my ex-husband, Glenn, is my business partner yeah. and we were married, uh, we were together for 20 years as a couple and then we separated and we remained business partners and that was like seven years ago we separated. So we're still really good friends. And, I'm, and I realised that even with him, like, you know, towards the end I was like, you know, blaming him for everything and he was my scapegoat and blah, blah, blah. And, and of course since then, you know, I've gone through a whole lot of work on myself but I realised that even in the times where he's really seriously annoying the poop out of me, <laughs> um, it is for my own learning. Yeah. He's just showing up as the catalyst. He's just showing up as the, as the person or the thing with the behaviour that's helping me see a part of myself that I can go, ooh, okay, why did I react that way? Yeah. Or, you know, if he's pushing my buttons, I'm like, ooh. It's not like, why are you pushing my buttons? The question is, why do I have a button? Like where yes. does that come from? Yes. And having that opportunity to unpack that and, and you know, grow, grow myself, you know, from that experience. I love that. Where is Why do I have that button? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, don't want that. I don't need that. But it's, it's true. And, and it's, it, it has, a, when you're saying this, Natalie, it has its lightness to it. Mm. It has this, it, this playfulness almost, even though, I know, I know how what what it means with someone. Someone moves me around. Uh, I have mm-hmm. this. My emotion is irritation. I get irritated more than you know. That's that's the emotion that often comes up. But just noticing, like, why am I allowing that to happen? But um, see, here's the other role of our emotions. Hmm. Our emotions, like like lower frequency emotions, like you know, irritation, frustration, you know, anger. You know, they're all big indications for us to go, ooh, I need to look at this, you know. Um, And the thing is the the behaviour or the person or the situation that's showing up for you in that moment is there to help you feel that emotion so you go, oh, okay, I need to look at this. And then you can kind of get underneath it and figure out, you know. And and the thing is we can all go back to our childhood and we can all find, um, and it doesn't have to be a traumatic experience, it could just be some kind of benign situation that we're in that we were observing somebody's behaviour or someone in passing said some kind of comment that we took on as a program and that's now influencing us. Like I have a friend of mine who he's a beautiful, beautiful man. He's, he's part of a group that I'm in, um, but he always needs to be the centre of attention mm-hmm. and it drives me insane. And I remember having a moment once and I'm thinking like there's 100 people in this group and I'm looking around and I'm like, you know what? 
there's an, an 99 other people in this room that are not having the reaction that I'm having. So where is this coming from? Yeah. And, it rem and I remembered how when I was really little, I was always the centre of attention and always in the limelight. And my mother, because I was one of eight kids, would go, listen, stop doing that. That's not good. Um, you're just one of eight. There's nothing special about you. So she used to drill that into me. And now I know why. It's not the man. It's the behaviour yeah. that brought that up. I'm like, oh, then I was able to release it. Exactly. We talk about that in uh, in the normal boxes methodology. We we talk about spotting our box, mm. and so really that program that you talk about something that is, yeah, and becomes the program that we follow. But really spotting it and being able to open it up and then unpack it in so that you have space for something new and fresh and yeah and and, and goody in, in, inside of that box. So yeah, that that's such a good one. One thing, Natalie, um, really, I'm, I think I could talk to you forever. Um, I can see that we're coming to the end of this. Ooh, happens fast. Um, <laughs> what are the things that you can tell my our audience that they can do instantly um, to shift into creating their mind movie? How do they, what, what do they need to do to, to start to plan? Um, I mean, are there certain steps that is a good way to start? Yeah, I mean, uh, mindmovies.com is our main website. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you go to the website, you actually, if you scroll down the page, you can see that you can download six pre-made mind movies. So these okay. movies are already done for you. Um, they're on, you know, creating wealth and building confidence and all those kind of things. So you could watch a mind movie that's already been created, and especially like one for wealth or health or love or one of those. When you start watching them, because these are pretty generic, but then it gives you a really good idea of what a mind movie is all about. But what it helps you to do is start to go, oh, well, this is what love means to me. This mm. is what a perfect relationship looks like for me. Or mm. this is what, you know, if I had all the money, then this is what my life would look like. So it starts to give you ideas on how you can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah so that, that's a good place to start. And then, you know, obviously if you wanted to, to get access to the MyMovie software, um, you could do that on that page as well. But. Exactly, which is brilliant. And I know that just having that and, and so true, I, I love the fact that, when you really get into the music and really feeling the, even feeling the, the air and feeling the smell and all of those things, it's just magical mm. um, that it's, you can, you can, we have that capacity as a human yeah. being to evoke these, these emotions and these feelings that really makes a feeling blissfully happy and yeah. blissfully in, it, in the moment. I, I call it daydreaming with intention. <laughs> daydreaming with an intention i love that natalie thank you so much for being our guest it's been such a pleasure having you with us thank My you for pleasure, was this podcast of value for you i sure hope so if so feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on itunes or stitcher and remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the changemakers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in your world.